1: My fellow DDP the Warriors, it is Wednesday night, it is 9pm, where I currently broadcast live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and as always in uh, an alternative studio in an alternative land, in an alternative (laughs) dimension, uh, resides my co-host, she is the one, she is the only uh, two months of summer up there, I hear, and uh, we're you <laughs> know, uh, through the airwaves over to uh, parts unknown, Canada, where the lovely towns and Crystal Stewart resides and uh, Brian Adams and Crash Test Dummies and Bare Naked Ladies, and I can hear it all <laughs> in my head. It's a beautiful sound of my favorite Canadians, and uh, along with it is the giggling, chuckling, and laughing. Crystal Stewart, how are you? <laughs>
0: i You always make me laugh. I always have so much fun with you. Um, I'm good. Thank you. Um, and you'll be happy to know the snow is melting, so, you know, things are looking up.
1: Well, there we go. There we go. And, there we go. Um, now, I know this is an important day for you guys um, up there in, in Canada, so I wanted to offer my respect as an American because I just found out that on this day... On in 1981, the Canadian official national rock group of Loverboy, their first <laughs> record came out in 1981 on major label. Uh, so uh, congratulations <laughs> and my thoughts are with you. Um, and uh, we're going to be working for the weekend in your honor down here in the states. So there you go. All right, <laughs> um, oh, like, well I give it out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i got to say, we, I, was, I didn't realize, I kind of lost track of time there for a minute. We we just brought Scott on. Our, our guest, uh, before the show, we do a little kind of pretty little just banter, and I realized that we're, holy crap, we're coming up on 30 seconds out. So uh, I didn't get a chance to even really greet Scott or say hello or anything. So without all the, 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 the dazzle and the gaga, I'm just going to bring him on. We'll, we'll get to know him right here on the air. And uh, we appreciate him coming on and uh, joining us today. And as you know, with uh, DDP Yoga and DDP Radio, we like to highlight certain members of the community. And Crystal Stewart's got her finger on the pulse of the DDP Yoga community. And she brings us the Creme to the crown. People with the most amazing stories, inspirational stories, people that are crushing it or just even putting in the effort. And she's always bringing us top-notch. Uh, DDP Yoga Warriors here for the Warrior of the Week segment. And we are super happy to have him on here tonight. Uh, Crystal Stewart, uh, brought uh, scott to us and uh he was highly recommended in the ddp over community and uh i want to welcome here to ddp radio live and we're going to get his story and all his uh information and and where he's at where he came from and uh welcome to the show uh scott french how are you man
2: i'm doing good how are you guys
0: Ah, good thank you
1: wonderful wonderful uh we appreciate you coming on with us and uh I usually give a little bit of a rundown to our guests before we uh, get on the air, and I'm sorry I kind of lost track of time. But basically, this is easy, and we're just going to have a conversation. We're all going to get to and know each other uh, over the airwaves, and uh, hopefully in our conversation and, and telling your story, we'll inspire some people or fire some people up or, you know, uh, just you know, get your story out there because one of my favorite things about the DPO the community is no matter where you're at, there's somebody that can relate to you you know we all got stuff going on we all have our struggles we have our victories and uh through this show we like to kind of talk and, and, and explore different people in hopes that you can connect with someone out there that may be going through uh you know some of the same challenges or, or had some of the same past experiences that you're working through so uh without further ado i gotta ask you we all ask the first question usually is what is your D P Y origin story what made you kind of Really, just you know, decide to take uh, take that brass ring by the by the hand and and really shoot to make some changes in your life, whether it be lose weight, strength, exercise. Uh, what made you kind of go all in on GPO TPO? Uh,
2: well, uh, I'm 57 years old, and uh, it was injuries that drove me to the program. I have uh, five herniated discs in my back and two displaced vertebrae, and. Uh, uh, my knee was due for a replacement right after they were going to fuse my spine together. I had been going to the VA hospital here in Phoenix for three years. And uh, finally my wife uh, took me out of there and said, you're going to go see some real world doctors. And uh, during that period of time, uh, I had come across the Arthur video. I think I saw it on uh, Rogan possibly. And uh, I think I had seen it once before and, and I, I had, uh, uh, uh made a mental note of it, and then uh when I got out of the the v a hospital and I went to the real world doctors and they said that you no longer have one herniated disc but you've got five wow. I, uh i- i went yeah i went from uh, desperation to inspiration wow
1: That's, wow tell talk, talk talk to us about the kind of you know like I've never heard a disc or let alone five of them, but that's the kind of pain that, you know, you don't move without feeling it. Like that's just the kind of debilitating pain like that will change your life. Um, and if that's not motivational, really, at least try to do something to relieve the pain because at 57 years old, you still got a lot of life, life left in you. You don't want to be, you know, reclining, uh, reclining in, a, in a chair for the rest of your days.
2: You're damn straight. I got a lot, a lot of life left in me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you <actually, laughs> know, the there were so, mm-hmm. yeah, so many things going on. Uh, actually, I got hurt in the military in the 80s. I was in Army Airborne School, and I had hurt my feet and my ankle. And uh, so my injuries progressed from there because once it changes the way you walk, then years go by, then your knees You start having knee injuries. And I've had, like, five knee procedures. Uh, I'm going through them right now, as a matter of fact,
0: uh, along with another.
2: uh, Yeah, I'm going through another. So anyway, so in October, uh, well, let me back up. The end of September, uh, I had, uh, uh, September 7th, I had an aha moment. I had not made the decision to join DDPY yet at the time. uh, I had uh, been out of the VA hospital for a few months. I had degraded into uh, walking with a cane which is not me. If anybody knows me, that's, I mean, I locked myself in my house. I was down. I was bummed out and depressed. And I uh, finally got up one day and I threw that cane across the room. And I said, that's it. I'm not going down without a fight. And I went down to the gym and I uh, that had a pool and I swam laps for over a month and uh, I swam my ass off and I lost some weight. And then I came back and I, I found that Rogan or the, uh, uh, the Arthur Borgman video again, and I watched it. And then a friend of mine who is a DDPY uh, guy, Jeremy Howden had uh, recommended it. And so uh, I, I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a look. I ordered the DVDs, did that from uh, October through uh, to the middle of December. And then I soon realized uh, that the app was the way to go. Uh, But, In the interim, you know, in in that period of time, that's when I learned that I had five herniated discs on top. And the doctor says, congratulations, you're a candidate for spinal fusion surgery. And right after that, we're going to replace your knee. Congratulations.
1: So I had a choice. I had a choice.
2: I had a choice. I had a choice to roll over and die and roll over and give up and quit. Or I had a choice to stand up, face it, Face on head on, and attack it like a warrior, because I had given up wow. for a couple of years before that Mhm
0: too legit to quit <laughs>
2: well,
1: that's that's odd awesome. well that's but, awesome. yeah. you know so sometimes sometimes the thing that puts you over the edge is when you, you know the options are run out, you know you can't put it off anymore you got you' resigned to I'm gonna to be in a wheelchair, I'm going to be you know inactive and immobile if I don't do something and, you know, I, I'm a lifelong procrastinator, you know, and i mean, in a less extreme version, you know, if I have something to get done, it's going to get done last minute. And sometimes when you don't have any minutes left, that's what finally is the, the catalyst to kind of yep. get your, get you off your ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I mean, uh, I, I have to honestly, uh, I, I talk to you about how mindset works when it comes down to w- w- when somebody falls down, because I had fallen down figuratively, uh, when somebody winds up uh, sitting in a, in a lazy boy recliner with a, with a busted up back and a broken knee and, and they're down and depressed, it wasn't like they made the decision that they were going to quit or that they were going to fail and just uh, resign to it. It's a gradual, slow process that, that, that consumes you and gets you. And then uh, my recommendation is just don't wait until the doctor tells you that you're, you're going to have your spine fused together and that your your, your wife is going to be pushing you around in a wheelchair you know, and uh, I'm blessed with with a beautiful young bride. She's she's 11, 12 years younger than I am. And and uh, I had this when the doctor said he was going to fuse my spine together and then replace my knee. I had images in my head of my beautiful bride pushing me this old gray-haired guy around in a wheelchair. And I had this moment where I was like, you know, I am not doing everything I can to avoid this. I have allowed myself to degrade physically and spiritually and mentally. I allowed myself one decision at a time, one bad meal at a time, one bad attitude at a time. And uh, that was, uh, you know, once I had that moment where I stopped and I looked in the mirror, I was like, holy crap, how did I get here? How did I get to this point? Yeah. But you know what? At that moment, you say it doesn't matter. I am not going backwards. I am going forward. And you stand yep. up and you you put your shoulders back and you put your chin up and you and you charge forward. You get your plan. You get that DDPY. You get the app You get the program and you follow the program. And you don't sit there and cry. You know, I'm looking for motivation. Help help me get motivated. As I'm stuffing potato chips in my mouth, I'm sitting there thinking I want to avoid a damn wheelchair.
0: That's.
2: Yeah, I, that's I, motivation. I love that. That's... Sorry. I get passionate yeah, because, I love you know, I, the reason why I'm passionate about it, brother, is because uh, I, uh, everybody I have talked to who has been uh, looked at as being inspirational or anybody who has succeeded in their transformation or whatever you want to call it, the people that – everyone right. i talked to who has done this has said they've had an aha moment. You had that moment in yep. your life, or you had that moment yep. in time where you were like, that is it. And I made that decision once back on September 7th, and I said, I'm never going back to weakness again. I am never going willingly back to failure again. I am never going to, uh, no. Uh, you know, I was a soldier in the U.S. Army 2nd Infantry Division, and when I was in, and when we would roll out, no, you're not rolling out with doubt and with weakness and with, with self doubt and like, oh, gee, pity me. No. Hell no, you're rolling out you're like, you know what? I told the doctor when he told me he wanted to bolt my spine together. I panicked. And I said, Is there anything I can do holistically to avoid the scalpel? I said, If you tell me to go out there and chew the bark off that tree and chew the and eat yeah. the gravel in that in that in that out there for the rest of my life for for my food, I will do it. My 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 relationship with food changed instantly. I went uh I wound up uh going to uh I do the phase three diet, uh, it turns out. (laughs) Uh, I had uh, about a year or so ago, uh, I had dropped gluten from my diet and uh, did that to help support my wife because she came home and said she wanted to try it. So um, I like to cook. So, you know, I went ahead and went gluten free with her and that made a big difference on inflammation and, and bloating. Uh, and then, uh you know, once I got serious you know in in September and October, when I had the decision as to what I was going to do with my life, uh, I wound up uh, going all organic uh I wound up doing the things that I used to make fun of other guys for doing because you know I'm an old gray haired guy, and you know and when I heard about you know this gluten thing, you know, I thought that was a fad diet or whatever, and I used to make fun of people. I used to wake up in the morning and say, "I need a cup of coffee and a cup of hate." And put some gluten in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I to
1: tell you, I, my favorite thing you said is, okay, you've got this diagnosis. You've got the, the, the vertebrae, all this stuff. In that situation, a lot of people, you know, it, it's it's a shitty hand to be dealt. And with the honesty that you kind of gave, your, the dose of honesty you forced upon yourself where you -hmm. say, well, I've done everything I can do, I'm just, I have to have surgery, I'm I'm broken, I'm, you know, whatever it is, you said to yourself, no, I'm not doing everything I can do right now. There's something I can do, whether it's minuscule or or whatever it may be, there is something I can do to be better right now, and it's not going to fix my situation. But so many times, especially when we get that, you know, when we get that bad news, or when we get older, and we kind of resign to certain things that we can't do anymore, or resign to well, that's in the past now, and you know that's over with. But it's bullshit because there's something you can be doing right now. There's something you don't, you know. There's a lot of things we can do right now to be better in this moment, and it may not fix everything. But you're lying to yourself if you're telling you that there's nothing that can be done in this moment. And I love that you kind of force that truth upon ourselves because. You know, uh, when you're, you know, I know personally when you get into a place where you're, you know, life's kicking your ass a little bit, you you, re- you resign to that woe with me. You become a victim in your own head. And, you are well, life gave me this and I'm just, you know. But if you pick yourself up and start working towards it and, and just do what you can in this moment, it, the same guy existed those several months ago when you got that diagnosis and you never stood up there and never put on – uh, the, the, the mat, you got on the mat and started working out. Like, look at the difference that was done just from that dose of honesty. You picked yourself up and you made all these huge strides in your life uh, when you got kind of to resign to the fact that I'm bullshitting myself if I tell myself that I'm incapable of, you know, putting in a little hard work. <clears throat> like
2: that. Yeah, well, check this out. So the doctor, uh, you know, when I faced when 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 he was one who revealed, you know, to me the big reveal. I was like, Doc, I know I got one bad disc. And, you know, the big reveal, you know, uh, you know, first week in October, October 1st, I think, you know, the big reveal. He goes, no, you don't have one herniated disc. You got five herniated discs and a, and this and that and the other. And he says, and, and we want to you have three months. You've got three months to lose the weight and to uh, uh, tighten up your core and uh, support your lumbar from the inside out. It's called internal bracing. It's tighten the core. It's what we do in DDPY. And uh, he goes, you got three, three months to do it. And this doctor has watched my transformation. I told him, I said, have you heard of DDPY? Because I just started it and watch me. And so now I go and uh, I've seen him. Gosh, he does. He did my, he did uh, what, four or five knee injections already in the last seven months. He's done three spinal epidurals, one shoulder. Oh, I (laughs) took And a couple of weeks, uh, I guess a month or ago, so ago, I tore the labrum in my shoulder. So I have a torn shoulder muscle. And uh, But that doesn't have me down because I've gone through freaking hell already. So I'm just like, you know what, I'll slow my roll. Uh, I, I can't do my two or three. I was doing three, even four workouts a day. Man, I was just so motivated and inspired. And doing all these psycho push-ups and wall push-ups and plus side planks, you know, uh, just you know, I was, I was inspired by Christina Russell doing that wall plank, and so I I opened my mouth said I would do it, so I did it. <laughs> then I was doing push-ups off the wall because I couldn't do shit because my back and my knee. So what can I do? So I, yeah. I was strong enough yeah. to do the yeah, but I tore my shoulder muscle, and so like yesterday I was standing on my one good leg. i on one. I was standing on one leg. Because uh, my right knee and my right shoulder are toast right now, for right now. So I'm standing on one leg yesterday doing balance work, modifying the hell out of, uh, out of a DDPY workout. But I had a great workout, and uh, my mindset was, was is great. I'm motivated. I'm positively unstoppable. And, you know, that's what it comes down to. Well, and I'll be
0: very honest with you, Scott, you and I have talked. For a very long time, we've never met in person. But when mm-hmm. I I occasionally put calls out and just say, okay, you know, everybody, who in your circle, you know, would you nominate for Warrior of the Week? Your name came up several times. Mm-hmm. So much cool. so that you were the first person I contacted, and oh, nice. just through the time that I have known you. And I'm kind of in a weird boat myself, but that being said, I think what what I always gravitate towards you is your fighting spirit first and foremost, and two, disabled never means unable
2: mm-hmm. and i appreciate I appreciate that greatly yeah that's it's really interesting that you talk about that because uh you know during these last seven months, you know now I have a wheelchair license plate you know, on my truck. And so there's a stigma that goes with that. You know, keep in mind when I joined the army, I was, I was going airborne ranger and that's my mentality. That was my spirit. That is my, you know, and then when I got hurt and I wasn't able to fulfill that dream of becoming an airborne ranger, instead they made me, you know, sent me to an infantry unit. And uh, uh, so that's the mentality, you know, and I had that mentality most of my life, you know, but then I retired and uh, when I retired and I, I lost a sense of you know i partied for two years and rode my harley and did happy hour and you know and uh, obviously that's not a very fulfilling lifestyle and then uh you know in the injuries start, you know started happening and reoccurring and everything but i want to talk to you about uh what you had just said that you were in a, in a you're in a kind of a funny place right now and um yeah so being a being a warrior doesn't mean that you wake up every day you know you're ready to you know you know you know, eat nails and spit bullets or whatever. You know, no. Nope. You you have your ups and downs. I have trust me. I have my ups and downs, and I have my you know my battles and my struggles daily, just like everybody else. But yeah. But being the warrior says I know what I I'm supposed to do. So the concept is your higher self. So when you study certain you know uh, programs on, on trying to improve self improvement. Uh, you, you you the concept is. Tapping into your higher self, doing what you know is the right thing to do, and eliminating that dialogue of, but, you know, like with me, when I wanted to really tighten up, you know, before I was told uh, about my herniated disc and before they wanted to bolt my back together,
0: you know, I had already
2: lost half of my weight. I'm down 49 pounds, almost 50, 49.6 pounds, not 50, 49.6. (laughs) <laughs> thank you That's awesome. but I lost half of it yeah I lost half of it uh, before DDPY uh, um, you know but w- with with mindset and attitude um, making the decision you know you make the decision that this is what I'm going to do and you know what do I want more what What do I really really want you know and yeah. then there's going to yeah there's going to be times though where you know like so recently I since I'm I've hit my goal weight, but, you know, the last three weekends, you know, I'm actively uh, involved with the American Legion riders. Uh, 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 We ride motorcycles, and we do uh, veterans' causes, and we do events and fundraisers for veterans and stuff. So for the last three weekends, we've been really, really uh, uh, busy, and we get together, we have a good time, we drink beers, and, you know, I I kick my diet to the curb because I'm hanging with my buddies and I want to have a good time. You know, but when I come back, you know, like on a Monday, I tighten up. You know, I'm like, yeah. I don't beat myself up. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. Be like, I, I, you know, I, I ate a cheeseburger, I had a beer. Oh my gosh, I failed, I failed. Don't have that mindset. Allow yourself to live. Now, pick up the next day, get your mat out, put it in the app, and put on your heart rate monitor. Get your towel and your water bottle and hit start.
0: Yeah, I um, I really, and I mean, Mike and I have talked about this on the air. I think it is really, really. Super important especially when it comes to mindset um and just going you know from where you are to where you want to be it's really really important with who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. the people yes. that are in your boat right they mm-hmm. need to be in your boat and not drilling holes in it when you're not looking
2: Mm-hmm. absolutely right and yeah, yeah it's, it's I'm blessed. I I am blessed to have a wife that is so supportive. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, we're empty nesters. And uh, so it's it's just my wife and I, and she's also doing DDPY. And she, uh, when I restarted, I restarted the beginner program in December. I did the DVDs, you know, for the first two months. And then I started again in December with the app. And I asked my wife if she would do it just to support me. And she was like, "I don't see how yoga can be a workout."
0: Right? <laughs> she does
2: it every day. She does it almost daily now. Like yesterday, I w- I, w- I came in from my from my shop and I'm walk I walk by the bedroom. And the door closed and I, I hear Dallas's voice coming out of the bed. She's doing uh, I think she was doing below the belt or, or fat burner or something, and I just kind of chuckled to myself. And it's funny because now I got my sister in it, my wife in it, my cousin in it my co-grandparent in it i've got uh right i've got like oh yeah uh, you know and so but with, like you were saying support group is uh, crystal is so important however i did have a conversation with somebody on one of the support pages yesterday and the person truly is alone mike i mean th- this person truly is alone and they're getting zero support from their spouse and uh, wow. i felt really bad to this Yeah, I felt so bad for him. And, uh, you know, he's really wholeheartedly, and she's already raining on his parade. And I finally said, or I do, check this out. You are going to have to lead the way. You're going to have to buckle up. You're going to have to lead the way. You're going to have to, it's going to take three months. She's going to be bringing home pizza. She's going to be bringing home hot dogs. She's, you know, all the crap that you're trying to avoid. You're going to have to be a rock for three months. You're going to have to literally. Do this on an island by yourself for three months, but guess what? You got us here in the community. I said, call me, message me, whatever you need to do. But you're gonna have yeah. to set the example and be a be a rock. Oh, I've, I've mm. known
1: people in the community that have dealt with that problem, and it, 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 it's hard. And you know, from the, from the spouses, it's all, it's almost a resentment, but it's also it's also their own securities blasting onto onto mm. their spouse and their fears and all their. Uh, you know, problems as well. That they—it's almost inadvertently sabotaging them. I've seen that happen so many times. Yeah, and I like you said. I'm lucky to have such a supportive person. If anything, you know, she's inspiring me right now. We've been together so long that she's pulled ahead and started doing better, and then I was doing better. We—we we just whenever one of us falls down, it seems like the other one starts firing up, and then that kind of inspires you to kind of catch up. And it's great to have that relationship where you're both like. Uh, you know, in it, and I realized when I had my health scare a couple of months ago, you know how much you know Katie cares about me because she, you know, really got mad and put her foot down to the point where like, you're not gonna die on me. And that was what you know. Sometimes we don't need the the, the condescending like, oh you're okay, I love you just the way you are, you know all this stuff. Sometimes you need that hard ass like, you're gonna die, and we've only been married a year, and you're not leaving me here. Like that's what we need sometimes. So you shouldn't, you know, you're not perfect the way you are. We can all, you know, we, 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 sometimes we hear that. We love you just the way you are. You're perfect the way you are. No, there's a lot of room for everyone to improve. And it's selfish of me to think that I'm going to live my life gluttonous, you know, eating crap and garbage and then leave her a widow at 40 years old. That's selfish, and that's a shitty thing to do as a husband when you're, you know, responsible for for, you know, someone else in your life and, sometimes you really need someone to slap you in the face with the reality of that situation. And, uh, that's the people who are really behind you, the ones that are going to tell you how it really is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I wasn't going to do this, but, uh, I'm going to share something with you that happened today. Um, okay. I'm, I'm really not, I'm really kind of toned down. Like I'm, I'm kind of uh, having a very, uh, somber moment because, um, about an, just about an hour or so before I got on the air here, um, uh, I was over at the ICU. One of my, uh, not for me uh, this time, but for one of our brothers over at the American Legion had a massive uh, stroke last night. And uh, oh, he's so in hard. ICU. And, yeah, and so uh, he's probably not going to make it through the night. And uh, But, you know, um, so, you know, what you were talking about, Mike, is is, is is take it a step further than that and think about You know, life really is precious, and we really don't know. We really don't know how much time we have, and we owe it to those. I mean, ultimately, we owe it to us first, but we also owe it to the people that we love and that love us because uh, people love you, and you're part of a community, and as alone or as depressed that you might feel at certain times, there would be uh, a whole bunch of people really sad, whether you think so or not. You've got friends, you've got family, and you have your place in this world. And, uh, you know, it's a, it was a very, very uh, uh, eye-opening or, or very, uh, I don't know, what kind of moment. I'm trying to look for a word, but you think you know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 I Yeah. So, so. Yeah. 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 Take, take – take, take, if you if if you're waking up in the morning, you're feeling bad about yourself. Um, uh, just take take a moment and think about how many people around the world right now would love to have your problems, because there's always somebody who's got it worse.
1: It, I mean, it's it's in uh, you know you being in the military and and all all those years, I'm sure you've seen some situations that really irk you when people you know complain about the mundane you know trivial stuff because. There's a lot of real problems in this world, and uh well, my, you know, yeah. like you well, not people, people will be lucky to have my problems
2: yeah, but you know what i'm I'm not going to demean them because listen uh, i I was there as well. a negative mindset is is like a is like a is like a mental cold or a mental flu or something like that, and it's hard it's very hard to get rid of, so when i see it used to bother me you know when I was coming out of my shit when i see people like oh i'm not motivated i can't get motivated and it really bothered me but i i have i'm a very compassionate person and once i realized that you know what they're they're also in a state of disrepair regardless it may not be physical but their battle is every bit as real in their head and so uh, you know i i am not going to you know compare because that, this is not the kind of contest that you want to win to see who's more fucked up choosing my language mhm no, no. And uh, well and I mean uh, it's, it's
0: perfect. There's there I have a okay. So anybody who is knows about the Hart family in wrestling knows that they live in Calgary and they have um a dungeon. Stu Hart had their basement and called it a dungeon. I work out in the dungeon here. I have a dungeon. It's where I work out, it's nobody's allowed in there when I'm working out unless I put shoes on and work out with me. There is a quote that's down there and it I see it all the time and it just kind of popped into my head Scott when you were talking and there is a huge difference between being a human being or a human doing.
2: Mm.
0: mm. Right? I like it. You right? I like it. Yeah, so I like it. You can be a human being experiencing all kinds of crap, or you can be a human doing and do something about it.
2: That's right. You know, uh, I when I was sitting there in the chair and, you know, when, when uh, right before I tossed that cane, when I had that aha moment, when I said, that's it, I'm taking control of my life, I, I one of the things I said to myself was, I can be in pain sitting in this damn chair or I can be in pain having a life. Right, mm-hmm. right.
1: And that's, 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 that's an act, that's a, that's a choice that you make in that moment that determines, basically can determine the rest of your life. And once you realize you have that control and you have that option to, I can waste my days away in this chair or I can go out there and just try, that's, that's the decision that, you know, once you realize you have that power to try it. And, you, may, you know, you may fall down a flight of stairs and, 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 and die tomorrow, but, you know, honestly... I'd rather go out swinging. And when you talk about motivation, I, I put out this video years ago on my DTO journey, and it's per, by far the most views I've ever gotten on any video I've ever posted. Um, and I, people reference referenced it quite a bit. But I put out this, this idea that motivation is a mess. There's no such thing as motivation. And the people who say they have long-term motivation or for this, is, or you know, eternal motivation after an aha moment I think is bullshit. Because motivation is, you know, when you first start something, you're inspired and you're you're, you're passionate and your motivation and the butterflies are there. You can't get it, can't wait. But eventually, you know, the the newness wears off and, you know, familiarity breeds contempt or not contempt, but just, you know, the the magic is gone. And motivation won't sustain you. The people who actually do long-term changing in their life are the people who get down there on the mat and do something when they're not motivated. When it's the last thing you want to do when you're home and, you know, the TV is, is, is just calling your name and you want to put your feet up and you want to sit there with a bag of popcorn. The people who uh, feel that moment and they still get up and do it, those yeah. are the people who win. Motivation will never last. But the people who can I, can
2: I, go out there and put in yeah. the effort when they're not motivated,
1: that's the key to long-term yeah.
2: change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh. Jeez. So I I play mind games with myself. So my mat is my sanctuary. My mat is so even days when I can't work out because maybe I need because I my doctor actually the last couple of weeks told me scale it back. So last week I think I worked out like three times. Uh, But uh, so what I did is I actually I have uh, some puzzle mats. I taped them down in the middle of my floor. So the middle of my floor is, is, is mats in my living room. And uh, I figured, well, it's my house, it's my castle, and if somebody makes fun of it when they walk in, they can do 10 (laughs) push-ups. Anyway, so um, the mat is my sanctuary, and so I lay on my mat. Even if I'm not going to do a DDPY workout, I will lay on the mat, put my music on, and do the DDPY breathing uh, exercises, and just listen to my tunes. That is – uh, every bit as mental uh, uh, of, uh, of an exercise to uh, uh, for your mind and for your mindset and for your spirit, you know finding the enjoyment, but make your mat something that you is your sanctuary, something that you go to when you're stressed or you're depressed, and even if you just lay on it, sit on it and have a cup of coffee or something, but make it you know. Make it something that you go to. Today, when I came back from uh, from the hospital for my buddy's incident, uh, I came back and the first thing I did is I put my heart rate monitor on. My wife came out of the office because she works out of the house now. She came out of the office and she's like, "What are you doing?" I said, uh, "I'm putting my heart rate. I'm putting. Uh, I did two workouts. You know, I did the Diamond Dozen to warm up and I did below the belt and, uh, you know, I needed that. And it was. I, I got off the mat and and you know, it's where I go to now to handle. You know, my, you know, my issues when I'm upset and down and depressed or whatever, and I'm learning to program and rewire my brain so that, you know, for example, not only is, is the mat my, my go-to for my mindset and my emotional health and spiritual health because I, I lay there and rock out, put my headphones on and just rock out with the music, uh, you know, do the stuff on the mat that I enjoy doing, but I've also changed my mindset when it came to food. I, I, I totally changed my relationship with it, so that, for example, when I, if I'm sitting there and I'm watching TV and I see pizza commercial, uh, you know they know what they're doing, how when they put these together with the music and all that you know they get you psychologically all involved in the, in, into that food product where now you're craving pizza when you see it. So what I would do is I would mm-hmm. use the commercial to get the sound off and tell myself, "That's the shit I'm trying to get out of my body." And, you know, I would do those things. You know, I would mute the commercial. If it's showing like one of my triggers for bad food, I'd mute it. Yeah. And uh, I would just I would, I would repeat these words in my head. That's the shit I'm trying to get out of my body. That's the shit that got me so weak that allowed my vertebrae to get jacked up. So I also changed my mindset That's... when it came to food. I read something uh, that Hippocrates said that your food is your medicine and your medicine is your food. So the I don't need pleasure anymore. Right, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, go ahead Yeah, so, so you know, now, like, for example, I like to, you know, who doesn't like to eat? But I make sure I don't eat because I'm emotional So now I eat when I'm hungry And, uh, you know, I, I do the phase 3 diet So I get to eat a lot of protein And I've fallen back in love with salads again uh, I mean, I love it I eat probably, you know, two salads a day now uh, but you know, now I'm trying to tighten up to get ready for the for the uh, for the workout with DDP in Las Vegas at the workshop. So I'm I do meal re- <laughs> I'm going to be doing meal replacement shakes uh, for breakfast, and uh, you know some of my secret little uh, tools that are in my tool belt.
0: Yep, that's awesome.
1: such a that's such a brilliant. I love the way that you're you're attempting to rewire what you know everything. So many when we when people go on a diet or they take they up a workout program it's usually a retaliation for some kind of negative in their life like i've lost weight i mean i've gained weight or I've, I've, I've done this so now i have to go on a diet and i have to get myself to work out and you almost you know you put that negative tone to it oh i gotta go work out now or i, I gotta eat a salad i can't have a What everyone else was having, so you give it this negative frame. But I've never left to work out like feeling not feeling amazing. So if you kind of rewire your brain to think of the the mat as a reward, and I get to work out or I get to have this healthy meal that's gonna you know drive me instead of this cheesy pizza crust that's gonna put me into a coma. We're rewiring everything because we're so reward. Our brains are so reward and punishment based. And for some reason, even though I love the way I feel with a workout, my mindset has always been going into it as I've got to get this done for myself. Like, there's a negative connotation. So when you kind of rewire and restructure your brain and your mindset, that's absolutely brilliant. And I think that that would change a lot of people's lives if they could pull that off and and think of it as a reward.
2: Mike, may I share with you a tool that I use, and a lot of people know me for this tool that I've used to help you get, to help rewire the brain and the mindset. It is, the, the tool that I use is called the Attitude of Gratitude Challenge. Um, it was given to me by people who know what they're talking about, uh, by professionals. Um, you know, uh, when I had fallen down, uh, uh, not, not, not physically, but when I had fallen down, um, I use the Attitude of Gratitude Challenge, and basically what it is is every day you think of something. When I did it, it was three things. You think of three things every day that you are grateful for, and you say it out loud, and you write it down. You have to give it the power of thinking it, the power of saying it, and the power of writing it down. You know, uh, And so um, I did that for 30 days straight, and it, it, it truthfully rewires the brain – To uh, be more grateful, and it's hard to be negative, down, or depressed and feeling bad about yourself when you're feeling grateful about shit.
0: Yeah, you can't be grateful and feel like shit at the same time. It's counterintuitive. You can't do it.
2: Yeah. It, yeah, it sounds cheesy, but, you know, a lot of these little tools are out there, you know, people, you know, people say, oh, you know, I'm going to get my mindset right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I mean, all this stuff, but you know what, people will do physical push-ups for their body, they'll do a lot of physical push-ups, but they won't do push-ups for their brain, push-ups for their spirit, spirits for their, or, right. or, or, or uh, figurative push-ups for their attitude, and it truly, one of the, there's a lot of those secrets and tips that I use, and I'd like to spend as much time with you and share them all, but One of them I use is called mini victories, like small victories. If you set yourself up to win on shit that you know you can do and you know you're going to knock it out of the park and you line up four, five, six, ten of those things a day, man, you feel a rush. You feel victorious. I did it. It was a little thing. Maybe I'm going to take my shoes to the closet today, (laughs) something, whatever it could be. You know, like I'm I'm saying that right now because I got like 15 pairs of shoes around my table over here and I really should put them in the closet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no lie, but
2: whatever whatever it may be, you know today you know like when I first started with the diet thing, it was I'm not taking any away from my, anything from my diet, I'm going to add to it, I'm going to add a salad at the beginning of my diet uh, beginning of my dinner every night, and so I did, and so I started my dinner every night with a bowl of salad, and pretty soon you know then I'd start with the you know through the rest of the meal, and I wouldn't eat as much food. so I started incorporating stuff, so uh, you know then I was victorious. So if you can set yourself up to win, you get that victorious feeling, you know, That it becomes addictive, and then pretty soon your goals get a little bit bigger, and then you get a little more emboldened. It's all about believing in yourself. People think Dallas is just writing a book saying give yourself the power of believing in yourself because it rolls off his tongue or off his lips so eloquently. No, it's true. Give yourself – you can do it. If you set your mind to something that you really want, if you want something bad enough, you will get it
0: yeah yeah and i mean i i've seen this a lot of times that people come to the program and then they you know they put the dvds in for you know however long and then they stop and they'll say oh it didn't work or whatever well dallas isn't going to come and do the workout for you he has already done the work now it's up to you to take it and make it your own and you know yeah i yeah, I agree with what yeah. you said exactly.
2: Well, one of the one of the other things though is that you know I refer to the DDPY program as the gift. This is a gift that was given to us to help us get those of us who are injured or whatever, and, or want to accomplish our goals, and you know whether it be two hundred pounds, hundred pounds, weight loss, but it is a gift. And uh, I forgot if I was going to go with that. Geez, um, well. You, you have this knowledge, and you see people uh, You see people who are in, in the mental mindset where you know they're hurting, they can't figure it out, they're depressed, and they have no way out of it. And, you know, I, I see this gift, I have this, we have this gift before us, and you, you just want to say, you know, hey, but the, the point is, is that a person has to be ready to receive the gift. Yep, yep, true. Sure. Yep, because you, you have the answer right here, you know, the old adage, you can bring a horse to water, but... You know, you have to be ready to adopt this new lifestyle. You have to be ready to say what I have been doing has not been working. I am not the smartest person in the world. I obviously don't know what's better for even myself because look at myself.
0: Right, right. You, and you, I mean, you, you I'm I, I, sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Crystal. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. Um, sure. there's this thing I that to I to tell everyone, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's <laughs> This <laughs> there's this thing you that them. I tell, this <laughs> fine. There's this thing that I tell everyone that questions me when I'm wearing my GDP shirt out or they know me or whatever the case may be. And they've just gotten to that point where they're asking about the program, which is a huge thing, you know. So I always say, well, okay, there's only two options when it comes to implementing this in your life. Are you going to make it a priority or is this still just an option for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right
2: You know It Right You're
0: right It
2: has to be it, you wake up You know My priority changed I woke up every morning And my priority was Number one My health It had to be You have to be a little bit More selfish and, Or loving and caring yeah. Kind to yourself yeah. Because I can't be a good husband if she's, if she's Having to take care of me And I'm not living up To my end of the bargain And living the healthiest life That I can live you know, and so – but, you know, when I see people in, in the groups, I see people down and up. You know, we were talking about being ready for the gift. There, People aren't always ready for it. So my thing is, again, to be compassionate with people and to, to – we have to still be there to help them when they're ready to receive the gift and not give up on people. And just, you know, I, one of the most beautiful things about this journey has been the DDPY community. I've only been in it yeah. seven months now, and I have. Uh, you see, all my friends, uh, that all of our friends, and we share the same friends. We're all friends in this community, and we can sit here and I can think of like right now probably, you know, a, a handful of names of people who have. In seven months that i 've observed gone from where they started to where they 're at now, and you see them just spreading their wings and their you know they're, they're, you know maybe they haven 't hit their goal weight or or achieved all their goals, but you see the transformation happening, and you see them, and the common denominator is they 're hitting the mat because there is that mind and muscle connection that people don 't fully understand that who 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 haven 't studied it before, but there 's a reason you know the, This mind and body connection is amazing. If you feel depressed, you can inspire your brain through your body. By moving your body and just putting in the app and going through the the DDPY movements, uh, your body will start talking back to your brain because after a while, it's going to be getting difficult, and pretty soon now your mind is no longer thinking about the crap that's got you down. You're like, holy crap, my quads are shaking. Holy shit, my core is shaking, holy crap that, right, you, right. Know, that, that, you know uh, you know trying yeah. try to hold that hood trying to hold that hood ornament has got my full attention now, and uh, by the time you get done, yeah right, I was doing hood ornament because my right knee hurts, so I was doing hood ornament on my on my left knee, so uh yeah, your your body, you can use, you, we have these tools, we have these push-ups that we could do with our spirit, with our minds, and not just our body, which leads me to one last thing, and I'll shut up for a second, is that um, days off has been a big thing that's going on lately, and uh, I uh, I was for about four or five months, I think I was just around like four and a half, five months, of no days off. I went at it like a madman, I did it every day, two, three, four times a day, and uh and then, obviously, you can't continue. Sometimes you need some time off. Now, here's the thing: I never take a day off from the DDPY lifestyle. I might right. get rest because mm-hmm. rest and recuperation is part of the lifestyle. So, but I will because I'm not going to be maybe I'm taking a, a physically a rest day from the mat. I will lay on that mat and I will do some breathing and I will focus and do some imagery. Right on my goals, on my goal weight, on whatever my goal might be, whatever it is. So you you do those mental push-ups and your spiritual push-ups to keep your mind and body, uh, I mean, your your mind and your mindset and your spirit all engaged.
1: Uh, uh, I love that. And the way you put it, the mental push-ups, the positive aspect, the positive mindset, in my opinion, is the most important part of the DDPY program. People forget that it's not just a, a, a DDP yoga program. It's, 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 it's the positivity, it's the eating. And the mindset is the most important part because I'll, I'll tell you something. There's some people, drugs and drink have been the downfall of many men and, you know, there's been the food mm-hmm. aspect. The thing in my life that is the most cancerous part of my being is I have this tendency when things start to go, you know, stressful or hard, I fall into this place of cynicism. And it is the most cancerous thing that I could possibly, you know, put into my life because it everything good and it just leads into this spiraling downward, you know, everything. You start looking at the world differently. You see people enjoying themselves with something that you don't understand. Like, Oh, that looks stupid. Why are they doing that? That's stupid. It's obviously bringing them joy, but I think it's stupid. Or I watch that and people are laughing at that on TV. That's stupid. You get in this mindset where mm-hmm. just the cynicism just starts eating away at you and it leads to just mm-hmm. negative lifestyle and it leads to negative food choices and then things become less interesting. And every single time I've had certain downfalls or struggles in my life, it's always been during periods of cynicism and, and negativity. Yeah. And when you can finally recognize that in and start putting that positive spin on things, on positive mental things, even if it sounds cheesy. A lot of the things we repeat, you know, in these self-help stuff sounds cheesy as hell, but it works. And if you can get out of that mindset that everything's stupid and pointless, and, you know, and you start turning your mind Uh around, your body follows and your your health follows. It's the most important thing you can fix in yourself when you're in, you know, that self-help or self, uh, you know, Changing mode is your mind, because if your mind is good, everything else is going to follow. But if you let a shitty mind consume you, it really does. It eats you from the inside out, and you physically feel it, and you mentally feel it. And people around you feel Dude. it. People don't want to be around you. So Dude, it's so absolutely, important.
2: absolutely, absolutely. You walk into a room of people who have been fighting, and you walk in, and nobody says a word. You feel it, and you feel it. You just cut the air with a knife. You want to talk about mindset for a second. So, uh last year last summer, uh we got a bunch of Harley guys uh, picked up some wounded veterans, guys that were like obviously couldn't ride motorcycles anymore that are uh, uh you know like you know they're 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 lost a leg or something like that. And but they still have the passion for motorcycles. So, we got some bikes together, put some sidecars on them, and we took them for rides through the hills out here and, and, and around. We took them for rides all day. Uh you know. And these guys would get out of the the sidecar and their friend would come out of the car with their wheelchair and these guys would hop in and we'd go over and have a beer together and they were laughing and having a great time. They'd roll up next to me and hanging out and talking and their mindset is just positively unstoppable. I mean, and they're facing, you know, shit that is just unbelievable what they have to go through. You know, and when I was at the VA hospital for three years, going for four hours a week for my rehab and crap, and I, you know, my pity parties, you know, I I started to buy into it. And it's not a pity party; it's it's the doubt party. It's the holy crap, man. Oh man, I'm labeled that I'm broken, so I must be broken. No. Nope. You are not labeled. If you take those labels and rip them off, you are whatever you believe you are.
0: Right. Right. I agree. I I mean,
2: I'm passionate about this right now because you know, it's uh, the DDPY program has literally saved uh, it it saved my life. uh, Not just uh, physically, but you know, like I said, I had uh, slipped into a a three, four, five year just sitting on my ass thing, and all the you know, you get at the worst thing that can happen to you is you get out of shape. Then your injuries get worse. Then you fall apart faster because you're getting older. And I'm like I said, I'm 57, and so I I know if I'd have been in better shape. Yeah, I could probably could have withstood these injuries, you know, better, but it doesn't matter. And you know, going back and talking about it is all, you know, to learn from it. Because going forward, it's it's, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna set these goals and I'm gonna achieve these goals. So like I set my goal between now and the DDPY uh, workshop in Vegas is no alcohol from now to then. Now this Saturday, <laughs> the guys put together a trip where we're going to one of the best. German restaurants and German has the best German beer here in Phoenix and we're going over there this Saturday and this Irish guy is going to be drinking coffee. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Uh, that's so
1: you know, that's what it's about, man. Though that's, that's, that's Change isn't yeah. always easy. Change is sometimes leaves you see the odd man out but you're going to be a better man for it and you hits those goals and we only have a, a couple of minutes left here before they knock us off the air, but I want you to come back to me and, and let us know how things are going and, and keep in touch with us. It was a real it was a real fun talk and you, know, you got a great mindset and it's, a great headspace and a lot of wisdom to pass on to a lot of DP other people yeah. or DPY people who are listening to this. So I appreciate all you do in the community and, and you gotta come back and talk to us soon, man.
2: Can I say goodbye real quick? I just want to say, good right. I, love your, I, I, I love you guys. I love everybody that's out there who, who is listening. And my message to you right now is love yourself, love your body, forgive yourself, forgive other people, love other people, the power of compassion. Just ask yourself, did I do it before? Yeah, I probably have done it before, before you'd be too harsh on somebody else. And just give yourself a break. And then be strong and be stubborn in your resolve towards achieving your DDPY goals and accept no failure.
1: Amen. I love it, man. Amen. I appreciate it. Thank All you right. so much. Love you guys. Thank I love you, that message of compassion, too. It's, it's a, we live in a world where it's a lot easier to throw a lot of judgment and a lot of, uh, you know, you yes. know judgmental fingers across the Internet and the world and stuff. And sometimes uh, what better way yeah. can you do to uh, – just uh, a little love in the world and just be understanding and realize that uh, a lot of people make honest mistakes and a lot of people are uh, better than, you know, a single tweet or a post or something. And
0: the whole human
1: condition. So I love that.
0: Um, Crystal, before we uh, wrap this up, you have a uh, quote of the week for us. I sure do. And boy, is it ever (laughs) fitting again. It fits well into the show. Um, I don't know who wrote it. It's not um, posted who wrote it, but the quote is: I did. "You will never reach your destination if you stop and throw stones at every single dog that barks at you."
2: Ooh. Nice.
1: I love it. That was that's perfect. That's the perfect for tonight. Don't don't waste your time with the negativity. Just focus on the that's goal. I love right. that. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate, Thanks, I appreciate Scott for, for joining us tonight, and I appreciate Crystal for uh, for pulling out another great Warrior of the Week and uh, some many inspiring stories here. We'll be back next thank week you. with a brand-new episode of DDP Radio Live. Crystal, have a wonderful uh, week. Scott, thank you guys so much. You too. And we'll uh, right, see you guys next week. And in the name of the great Chuck Bangioni. we salute you up in Canada. We salute you guys. All over the world, because it's crazy when you look at the map of GDP uh, why, and the people who listen to this show, we get a little breakdown. And there's some listeners in the weirdest places. Like, I just, I'm like, I'm just baffling to think that, you know, people are over there hearing me babble on about nonsense. So, <laughs> but we appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll be back next week. Crystal, thank you, Scott. Thank you, guys. And remember to thank own it this week. Own your life. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you. You guys that workout. was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Page. Out oh! of the diamond cutter! I don't believe it! Wow. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb! We're
2: going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. <laughs> Radio.